Welcome to another edition of Shed Chats. I'm Peter White and my guest today is CEO of Charter Hall Direct, Stephen Bennett. Charter Hall Direct specialises in unlisted direct property funds, an asset class that's increasingly in the investor spotlight because of the attractive yields available in today's extremely low yield environment. Welcome, Steve. First off, can you give me your definition of unlisted direct property funds? Well, look, an unlisted fund simply means that it's not traded on a stock exchange. So investors do need to be aware that it is an illiquid investment class. A direct property fund simply means a unitised way to access uh, commercial property. That is office assets, the big office towers you see in CBDs, industrial property, which are continuing to grow with the advent of e-commerce and big logistics facilities, and also the retail shops that many of us uh, shop in. So it means that instead of needing $100 million, say, to access a Sydney office tower, you can invest as little as $20,000 and acquire units in a fund that owns that asset, or in our case, they own multiple office assets throughout Australia. Really making a class of property available to investors that they wouldn't normally be able to afford, a holus bolus, as it were. Yeah, look, it's a sector that... Whilst it's increasingly on investors' radar, particularly with um, interest rates and term deposit rates continuing to drop, it's something at Charter Hall which we want to educate people on the benefits of unlisted direct property. And it does offer a number of benefits to investors, uh, despite it being illiquid, which are relatively high levels of income. Uh, it's not highly correlated with other major asset classes like equities and bonds. And because it is unlisted, it doesn't move around with some of the vagaries of the stock markets and it's valued based on independent valuations, typically on a six-monthly basis, it has much lower volatility than a listed investment does. In fact, it's a more stable investment than other, potentially a lot of others, particularly listed investments. Yes, look, it is. Um, but when I talk to this investment class uh, with investors, I always make sure that they understand that depending on when the fund has its liquidity event, it's typically a three to five year investment term. And that's how people should approach it in the illiquid part of their investment portfolio bucket. Of course, Charter Hall has direct unlisted property funds, uh, but there's many others as well. For the uninitiated, again, what are the keys to look for in a good fund? What I would say is if an investor is considering an investment into an unlisted direct property fund, there's a couple of areas where they really should focus. The first is what are the assets that the manager's invested into? So there I'd encourage people to look at the quality of the assets. So is the actual property in good standing? The location, we all know how important location is to property. It's the same for office and industrial tenants. And I'd also look at the level of gearing. So they're the two ways that managers typically have higher distribution rates in Charter Hall. Our funds are around 55 to 7% income return, depending on which of the underlying funds. But you could always increase that by taking on more risk and more gearing. At Charter Hall, we don't believe that's an appropriate strategy. We think gearing between 25 and 45% is the right level to maximise the risk return benefits for investors. And I also just question if the distribution rate is particularly elevated. Uh, typically, that's because they're investing into secondary assets. Those assets uh, may not perform as well in down markets. They may not be as liquid, so easy to exit when their manager wants to do so. And they can also be subject to greater swings in asset prices. So if you focus on the asset quality, who's paying the rent and also the long-term leases in these assets, along with the structure with not too much gearing, that will put you in good stead to picking the right investment in, in this particular investment class. Well, Charter Hall has four unlisted direct property 
funds open for investment at the moment, how do they differ? So what we've tried to do is we've tried to provide funds that investors can choose from. So we've got a CBD office fund, which is currently paying 5.6% distribution yield, and it's got over $2 billion of assets. It's the largest pure play office fund available to retail and self-managed super funds in this country. We've got an industrial fund, direct industrial fund number four, which has a 6.2% uh, distribution yield. And this is really targeting industrial properties and uh, benefiting from that e-commerce trend, which I mentioned earlier, where a lot of the headwinds that the retail sector is facing at the moment are a real benefit to industrial users. We then have a diversified fund because we know not all investors want to pick the individual properties sector called the Charter Hall Diversified Consumer Staples Fund. And the thematic there is we want to target tenants that have robust business models that are in that consumer staples sector. So consumer staples simply means tenants that are selling or distributing products that customers generally can't do without. And finally, we've got a, a fourth fund, which is the PFA office fund, which is more focused on metropolitan and emerging office markets. And it has a higher distribution yield than the direct office fund. In your time in this business, have you seen a bigger gap in the cash rate to what funds like yourselves are, are, are offering in terms of yield? Look, I think that is something that is making it increasingly difficult for investors out there. Um, it's very hard to live off the term deposit rates, if you're a retiree or approaching retirement, the yields on cash and term deposits are very low. In fact, they're the lowest this country's ever seen. The spread, as you mentioned, Peter, is quite elevated between the distribution yield you can get in direct property versus cash. I should point out that direct property funds obviously have a different risk profile to cash. But look, many investors realize that by going into direct property, you can get that regular and growing income stream plus the ability to generate capital growth over time. Again, something that the cash rate doesn't have. And I think when you open it up, the spread between the yields you can get on quality properties and the long-term debt rates is quite elevated by historical standards. You mentioned potential capital growth from direct uh, unlisted property funds. I notice you don't advertise the figure, but what's your expectation, say, with your four funds or expectation or hope with your four funds going? They're all five and a half to up to seven percent, but there is the potential of capital growth, is there not? And look, you're right. And we'll never put down um, expectations on future values for assets. Uh, but what I would say is uh, a feature of Australian commercial property is that the leases you lock in with tenants uh, typically have fixed rental increases coming through somewhere between two and a half to three and a half percent per annum. So that means a 3% increase if a tenant was paying $100 in year one, year two they're paying $103 and so on. So what that means is that not only do my distribution rates uh, able to be increased to investors, but all things being equal, that should lead to a valuation uplift. But as I said at the start, at Charter, we don't make forecasts around capital appreciation. I think it's just too difficult to do that. Finally, for investors wanting to choose between A-REITs, the listed property funds, and direct property, the unlisted funds, how do you advise investors to go forward? Peter, I feel that's, that's a bit of a trick question. I can't give any advice to any investors. But what I would say is that neither are inherently better or worse than the other. It really depends on what the investor or the advisor is trying to achieve for their clients. The listed vehicles have the benefit of liquidity. So investors can come and go as they see fit. 
They're investing in similar type assets between unlisted direct funds and the listed. Unlisted property funds don't have that liquidity, but they don't have the volatility that comes uh, with that daily pricing. So many investors may choose to take some of each. I can tell you what Charter Hall does at the headstock level. It has co-investments across the majority of our funds, whether that's listed or unlisted. And I just encourage investors to speak to their advisor and consider the right investment for themselves. Thanks for talking to us today, Steve. Thank you, Peter.